0: You're listening to Hump Day News and Rumors on Mousecapades Radio. Get ready for something majestic. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network.
1: Now, from the Mousecapades Studios... Here are your hosts.
2: Happy Hump Day, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Stephanie, Chrissy, and Sarah. We hope that you're all staying safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 864, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the
0: Mousecapades and More podcast. Just a reminder that those of us on the Mousecapades and More podcast are travel agents, so if you're looking to book a trip, we'd be glad to help. You could text Vicki, Chrissy, or myself, Stephanie, at 636-373-4497, and we would be happy to get with you to design a magical vacation. A small refundable deposit of $200 will hold your resort and ticket package, so contact one of us today.
2: So I wanted to start off with the recap from last week about the bear that was at Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> when they located it, it, was behind the Haunted Mansion, so it was a good choice that Disney made to block off liberty square and um the Frontierland and Adventureland and everything just to be safe they did capture it um they knocked it out with a sleeping dart or whatever they do and i don't know if you saw any of the video footage but i did and like five or six people had to somehow they got him on a sheet i don't know if they put food to bribe him there or whatever and then they got him on a sheet and they carried him and he was released back into the wild not on Disney property. So I just wanted to recap that because I know a lot of people were upset. Is that bear going to be there when I get there? Well, we can't promise that the bear is not going to come back. Just like we can't promise that you'll never see a snake or an alligator again because we are on their land and we forget that (laughs) they were here. They were here before us, but I'm going to start off with a story that has been upsetting all of us on our past podcast and it continues to happen So we are reaching out to our listeners to help us maybe solve this problem, if you know, if you've heard of anybody do this. So a family was entering the Magic Kingdom, and most of the family had scanned in. They headed into the park, and their eight-year-old got left behind at the little scanners. I couldn't think what they were called. Tap styles. Thank you. Her band wasn't registering, so the little girl was visibly upset. Like panicking because mom and I mean, you're eight years old and your mom and dad are not there. It was five minutes before the family realized that she wasn't with them and they came back to get her and the cast member suggested to them, which I think is kind of crazy that they had to tell them this, but you might want to sandwich your kids between the parents just to make sure that everybody gets in. I don't know about you guys, but my kids are adults and we all wait for the other one to scan in before we ever go under the train station.
3: It sounds like Home Alone at Disney World.
2: Right. Well, there's several (laughs) stories and I decided maybe we need to talk about this because I know we've done a story here and there. When we first got back to Disneyland, we heard about a family that went over to California Adventure and left their kids with a box of popcorn in Toontown.
3: I mean, honestly, this sounds like a mistake. Yes. The popcorn, that sounds like a different issue to me, but... um... Yeah, but I know you're excited and all. But how far do you
1: get ahead without your yeah. eight, without hearing the ding, 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 and getting ahead without your eight year old? Well, Disneyland, they had they got over checked into California
2: Adventure and realized they had an extra Magic key, key to the Kingdom card. This was another family,
3: right? Right. <laughs> I will say, like, I consider myself a responsible parent. And we had an issue once where we went to a minor league baseball game. My company had reserved an area, right, where it was kind of sectioned off from everyone else and your family could come. So we had Claire and Alice. And they're little at the time. I mean, like, little, we're keeping constant, you know, eyes on them. And Claire said she had to go to the bathroom. I looked at my husband. We were maybe, like, 10 feet apart. And I said, I'm... Like, you know, I'm going to the bathroom with Claire. I thought he was looking at me. He was not. So Alice followed us and I didn't realize it. And Claire and I went to the bathroom and I came back and there's Alice standing with a police officer. And he's like, don't worry, we'll find your mom. And I'm like, I'm right here. And it, it was just a complete accident. I thought he was looking at me and understanding me. He had no idea. And so, I mean, I can imagine that kind of stuff happens all the time. Oh, sure. Yeah,
0: it does. I just, I I think it's a great suggestion, what they said, sandwich to kids, like an adult in the front and an adult in the back. Never just go ahead and assume that they're following behind you because, I mean, not just. The fact that they could get stopped because of a magic band malfunction, but, you know, they can get cut off by a bunch of other families.
1: I was going to say, how many times do
0: you get in line and and
1: other people kind of get in front of you or cut you off in your own party. I mean, I know Michael at 18, we get separated because somebody steps in front of me or I'm slower than he is Mm -hmm. or, you know, whatnot. I can't imagine my eight year, you know, if he were eight years old. I mean, I was still grabbing his hand at 13 crossing Main Street. Michael, it's a huge crowd. Come with me. Right, right. You know?
3: I think uh, something important and it's hard with an eight year old too, but we always talk about this whenever we go on a trip is, what do you do if you do get separated from your family? Mm-hmm. Luckily, this eight-year-old was already with cast members, but um, if that's not the case, what do you do? Do you teach them to look for someone with a name tag or maybe they're old enough where you have a place that you where you meet if you get separated or think about ways that you can communicate with each other with a watch or phone or walkie-talkies or <laughs> I don't know what other... Whatever other gadgets there are, but um. don't your kids wear bracelet
0: stuff? Yeah, and say we have young children, and so when we go to places that are crowded, I have um, bracelets that have their phone numbers on them. So if they even like Lucy knows my number, but if she's in a panic, right, right, it might slip. Then she might not remember in the moment because she's nervous. So it's just their security. You find somebody who. You, you trust who's with other children and you can go up to them and say can you please call my mom everybody's got a cell phone on them you know it'll take take moments and I will be right there um so that's just one one way that we like to try to keep them a little bit more safe I luckily have not had to have them use that yet but this next story is another children getting lost story and this one just like makes me so, so angry. Cause this is mm-hmm. not an accident. Right. Uh, well, I mean, I guess yes, it's an it was an accident that it happened, but the way that it was handled is just Poorly. Oh, it it makes me so, so sad for this poor child. So this is about a seven year old. They were found in a store crying hysterically and it took the um took guests and a cast member 20 minutes to locate the child's family. They brought the dad back to get the child, and the dad responded by dragging the child by the back of their shirt and yelling at him, telling him that they had to leave the ride line because of this child getting lost and that, you know, we got all the way over to Star Tours before we realized you weren't with us. Thanks to you, we have to wait even longer to ride this ride. Like, that just
3: makes my blood boil.
2: You're responsible for that seven-year-old.
3: And stores, I feel like, are sometimes worse than being out in the park. Right. Because you just get kind of lost in there, especially the ones in Magic Kingdom on Main Street where they're all linked together. Yeah. And um, you can definitely get separated from your party in there.
0: To leave somewhere, like leave a whole area and not realize that your child is with you. A seven-year-old is with you? It must have been a really quiet seven-year-old. I'd like to have him at our school.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, because I'm thinking that most of the seven-year-olds that we have at our school, we would know right away. Yeah, we would know right away that it was very quiet. I would like to have this seven-year-old
0: in my school just so I can hug on him because I feel so bad. Oh, I know.
1: The father guilting him for, you know, not, oh, I'm so glad we found you because you were lost and we were worried about you. Now it's like, you know, now we have to wait longer. It's kind of like a home alone, you little jerk. Yeah. Like uh. the brother always say, you little jerk. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's here's another stellar parenting story. Um, another story comes from a guest that was at the Animal Kingdom Lodge pool. They saw a lifeguard pull a toddler from the bottom of the pool. Scary enough. He was fined, by the way. I didn't put that on there. Yes. Um, they found the toddler's parents at the pool bar just drinking and eating. When they were questioned, they said they'd told the toddler to stay at the splash pad. You know, logical. And they thought that he would stay there. The lifeguard told the guests that unfortunately they have pulled several toddlers out of the pool only to find the parents at the pool bar eating and drinking. My gosh. So it's not the first time apparently. Luckily, these toddlers I guess are okay, but toddlers are inquisitive little creatures Mm -hmm. in general and
0: they're going to wander off. You know, even a splash pad, you could still drown there, too. You know, like you they say you can drown in, what is it, six inches of water? or Yeah, like an inch. An inch, yeah. Two like, inches or something crazy like that. Like any amount of water, a
3: bathtub. I do not believe that anywhere does it say in a lifeguard's job description that they are babysitters. No. 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 Do not assume that they're there to keep watch over your child in any other Way than just watching out that they're not going to drown or do something irresponsible by the pool.
1: In what universe do you
2: leave a baby? Well, and here's the other thing. I was at that pool because that's the place that Brad and I stayed this summer. You know, depending how old the toddler was, it didn't say the exact age, but he could have been from like two to three. Kids are so inquisitive with steps. Right up the steps mm-hmm. from that splash pad is the jacuzzi. Right, right it could have ended a lot more tragically than it did if that kid would have walked up the steps and climbed in the jacuzzi. Cause in the daytime, not a lot of people are in the jacuzzi.
1: No. Mm-hmm.
2: And so I don't know. I just felt like we needed to touch on this tonight. Sorry guys.
1: I, I believe our listeners are more intelligent than no. I'm just they... hoping they think. <laughs> no, no, I know. I'm just, I, uh, yeah. <laughs> talk
3: proactively.
2: Tell, right. tell their
1: friends. <laughs>
3: So one more, a lifeguard at one of the water parks rescued a child from a wave pool when a guest offered to help. And again, the parents were nowhere to be found. The lifeguard told the guests that this happens all the time. They have had parents send their children off into the water park, not really realizing that they were in danger until after the child had been rescued. So we're asking that people remind others to always be aware of where their children are, whether you are at Disney, their grocery store. The pool in your hometown or even in your own home. (laughs) Children are precious gifts, so let's treat them that way.
1: That wave pool's knocked me over before. Oh, I I I know. know. That that wave pool is serious stuff.
2: Okay, so we're going to get off our soapbox (laughs) and get back to the news and rumors. But I just wanted to share that because I, uh, just like the crazy that's gone on with people fighting and stuff since the pandemic, I've heard more and more about parents not knowing where their kids are. And it's just kind of shocking to me. I think probably the most shocking one was the story about the lady who rode the ride and left the baby sleeping in the stroller. But nonetheless, none of these are better than the other for sure. Okay, so another fire has happened at the happiest place on earth, Disneyland, in Tomorrowland. So guests were lined up to ride the popular ride Autopia and they noticed that cast members and a fire official were out front of the ride and the rumors started to fly about what happened Whatever it was, a fire official being at the front of the ride usually indicates that there was a fire issue or a fire itself. Um, However, Disney hasn't released any information at all. And who's surprised by this? Um, The protocol that left the people guessing was that the vehicles for the ride were not brought into the loading and unloading area. They actually were left stationary on the track. And Disneyland also had to close the Disneyland Railroad as a precaution, which again, they've said nothing other than they had to do it for a precaution. So obviously there was something wrong. We just don't know why Disney's keeping a secret. If we find out anymore, I will, of course, let you know.
0: Disney sometimes likes to keep those secrets because they just don't want you to think that there's anything that could go wrong or would go wrong. So they just keep it all hush hush. Nothing happened. Nothing to see here. Move along. Visibility is always a good thing.
3: And it could have been something, I mean, as simple as a fire marshal seeing something that was not safe
0: true very true so we mentioned that there were walls the courtyard of the muppets 3d that's right outside of star wars galaxy's edge in hollywood studios um of course this is something we've talked about a lot and how that show needs a little bit of love maybe an update or something because it hasn't been updated like most of the attractions and rides in the park well this week we noticed something else miss piggy went missing from the fountain that's right in front of muppet visions 3d and then the fountain itself had been turned off these two more changes are kind of making us feel more and more like muppet visions 3d may be nearing its time at hollywood studios it's been part of hollywood studios since 1994 so what do you guys think are they getting rid of it is it maybe part of a refurbishment what do we think is happening
2: my heart wants it to be a refurbishment
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. I, I hope it's a refurbishment because the Muppets are always popular and I think it would be a revolt if they got rid of it completely. But it is. I, I Again, my favorite park needs some love. It's just an awkward transition from that area to Galaxy's Edge. It is. So maybe they're
0: rethinking it. Unless they have an idea and are going to start working on it right away they kind of need it. Like yeah. they, they need the extra stuff there. And that's not something that's got like, you know, live action where they have to pay actors. I mean, it's kind of can run itself. Um, with the exception of somebody controlling the lines, getting you in and out. Like, I don't think they should just get rid of it unless they have a plan or something they're going to do.
2: Well, and the other thing is they renamed pizza planet Rizzo's the Rizzo's. So if they would get rid of that, are they going to have to rename it again? I don't know. I'm just so sad. Still. I know that, they were limited with the space they had. I don't know why, because we know how much land they still have left. But I wish they would have kept Pizza Planet. And, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. I wish they would have been able to keep Streets of America. I wish that they would have been able to keep um, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, Playground. Punchback of Notre Dame show. Yeah. Um, backlot tours. There's so many things that we're missing that I think we could have kept. But I know I'm not Disney, so I need to move on.
1: All right. Say it ain't so. Brad, play that music. <laughs> say it ain't so, say it ain't so. A disabled guest at Disneyland was left devastated. A guest and her boyfriend parked their ECV to go on a ride at the park. There are some rides that guests can't take an ECV on and cast members use a regular wheelchair to bring the guests onto the ride. While the disabled boyfriend was on the ride, some teenagers were taking a joyride around Disneyland on their ECV. It is unknown if security pressed charges against the teenagers, but we do know that other guests have been banned from Disney parks for similar behavior. This wasn't right, so we would like to remind everyone to make sure that when you uh, go on rides, take the keys out of your ECVs before you go on that ride. Without the key, the thieves would have a much harder time trying to steal it.
3: This sounds oh. like something I would see. I mean, this could happen anywhere, like at the yes. grocery store with the little shopping carts that are motorized. Oh, yeah. But if I ever see teenagers acting out and my kids are with me, I always tell them, if I ever see you acting like this when you're older, remember that I know all the people and parents around here, and they will tell me if they see you acting <laughs> like this. And if I find out, you will be in serious trouble. And I hope
1: moms have eyes everywhere. Yes.
3: I know everyone. I know everything that goes on. I will find out.
2: It's a smaller world than you think it is. So the first thing I thought of was I could hear Stephanie in my head, "Oh, I this must be a TikTok challenge."
1: <laughs> she
2: always not. She's always like, "What is this? A TikTok challenge?" So that was the first thing I thought of that somebody challenged somebody to see if they could rip off the electronic wheelchair.
1: I will say the two times that I've used an ECV at Disney World, anytime I, you know, because you can't take it on. I would say in my case, I didn't take it on any rides. Um, When I would go and park it, they would say, be sure to take the the key. key. Be sure to take the key. And I'd always put it in my little fanny pack. So they would always remind me, be sure to take the key. Uh, So unless those kids put it in neutral the whole time, (laughs) which it doesn't
2: sound like. We were proud of my mom, but at the same time, we're like, okay, a little over the top because they do tell you to take your key, except for that every time we like stopped to eat and she's still sitting, (laughs) she would would take the key out and I'd be (laughs) like, where'd the key go? She goes, they told me not to leave the key. I'm
3: like, you're sitting in it. (laughs) I don't think they're going to take it with you in it. But yeah. Being extra
2: safe. She was being extra safe.
3: The Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party is sold out every night, with the exception of November 1st. (laughs) But Disney is sure that this night will sell out as well. With new costumes for the Fab Five characters and a slightly reimagined parade, the overall sense of excitement at the exclusive event, it's clear that Disney World's year-long battle against controversies hasn't made the Halloween event Any less popular. So even though you may not have had the chance to go to Mickey's Not So Scary this year, tickets are still available for Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. The Christmas Party is also an after hours separately ticketed event running on select dates from November 9th through December 22nd. So we know that Christmas seems far away, but it will be here before we know it. So if you're interested, get your tickets.
1: May I also
3: add
2: Jollywood Nights at Hollywood Studios? Yes, that Chrissy and I are both going to, so we'll be able to report to that.
0: Somehow it always sells out. And every year I wonder, like, when are they going to price it out to where it's not going to sell out? And I keep thinking that that might happen because, man, those prices are going up. And yet people are still finding the money. (laughs) Yeah, some of us are just dumb and we're doing it. I,
2: I've, I've been wanting to go to that party for a really long time. Oh, yeah. So that's the only reason. But we're doing the Mickey's Not So Scary for my birthday. So that's why I'm getting to do that one. But
3: we're trying to decide when we go next August. <laughs> we'll be there for like the first night mm-hmm. of the Halloween party. If the dates stay the same. And I was teasing my husband, if we go on opening night, then we'll get to see all of our favorite vloggers. <laughs> yeah right
0: that's what Kaylee said
3: but that one also sells out I don't I just don't know because we'll be there for long enough that we'll have some other nights as an opportunity I think but
0: well I don't mean it by anything anybody who's going yeah
2: I understood what you're saying
0: for us with kids who are young yeah who can't stay up that late right the price it's cheaper for us to get a park ticket than it is for us to get the party ticket and we can only stay for just a couple hours so
3: oh absolutely this is the first time we've ever considered a party because the kids are old enough that we think that they would be able to enjoy yeah
1: yeah we took michael once when he was young but michael was also kind of a night owl so i mean it it definitely depends on the kid Mm -hmm. and we took him to very merry once when he was like five or six but the rest of that stuff we waited till he was older um, but my sister and I already have a trip planned for not so scary for next year, and then Mike and Michael and I are hoping for. We're, well, we've got it booked. We're just hoping to do something. I don't know what Disneyland. We're just hoping to experience Disneyland in general for the holidays. That will be fun. Excited for that. Say that
2: So, a Disney guest broke a rib while boarding the new ride, Tron, in the Magic Kingdom in Orlando. So, the guests are positioned leaning forward and the rib cage pressing against the handlebar console. And when boarding, a piece lowers over your back and the guests pull the handlebars toward them to secure themselves. This is where I had a problem. Uh, Here's what our reader wrote about their injury, which they sustained in early August. When I... Reached up to pull down the handlebar. I felt a pop. I broke my fifth rib on my right side, right under my arm. I think it's because I'm so petite, 5'2", 113 pounds. The pressure of the bike pushing against me and then having to reach to grab the handles was too much. With broken ribs, the pain is persistent, but not bad. The first few days, it got progressively worse, and I didn't realize that I actually, it was actually broken. I rode Tron on another and another, all the other coasters, excuse me. That didn't help. The guest added, Disney's been great. They offered to pay my medical expenses and are doing a safety check. They wanted to share the story, not to stir up trouble, because but they wanted to um, they were concerned about others that it might have happened to, which that was not my problem. My problem was I fit the top part, but they were pushing the thing into my knees. When I I think I've told you guys that, when I try to knee on these metal knees that I have now. It's kind of like little needles poking in, like when your foot goes to sleep and then it's waking up, that's the feeling I have on my knees. So I can't kneel. And even though you're not full on kneeling your weight, you're still kneeling enough that it was then them pushing that thing inside your underneath, you know, like where your knee bends. It was just too much. It was too pain, much pain for me. So different kind of pain. But yeah.
3: I mean, I, I just wonder how do you even, are you not know, like that hurts. Stop.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: You know what I mean?
2: Right.
1: My husband's had rib injuries and he, it's been days before he's realized that he's had like, so I can kind of see that where like, it's been out of whack. So I can kind of understand that. But at the same time, I'm like her or this person, man or woman, their proportions are like a child, you know, like petite, five mm-hmm. two, 113 pounds. I'm like, if you, uh, hopefully it's not happening to kids who are just like, oh, I'm a little sore. Maybe I'm a little hurt, you know, maybe they're getting injured and mom and dad are just like, oh, you know.
3: You're fine.
1: Yeah. Rub some dirt on it.
3: Yeah. I'm like, does this person have a condition, you know, (laughs) where- It makes you wonder. Where their bones are brittle? (laughs) I don't know.
2: They didn't say how old that five foot three person was.
3: (laughs) Claire's bigger than that. (laughs) My daughter, she's
0: 11. 11. How unfortunate to, and then to go on all the rest of the rides.
1: I'm just going to ride Big Thunder.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure why this
2: keeps hurting. You think she wasn't in <laughs> Dis- Disneyland riding Matterhorn. Oh my
3: word. Oh, I, I mean, I feel bad. It stinks, but I just, it seems weird.
0: I do like how she, it, it doesn't seem like she was one of those like, trying to see what she can get out of disney she's just like you know disney is great they offer to pay for the medical expenses you know some people are like ooh, what can i get from disney (laughs) (laughs) so So the writers guild of america which is the wga has reached a tentative three-year agreement with hollywood production studios which if this is ratified it would put an end to the union's near five-month strike the deal comes after union representatives met with several production company executives at the AMPTP offices in Los Angeles, California, on Sunday. And according to the LA Times, the proposed three-year contract, which would still have to be ratified by the union's 11,500 members, would boost pay rates and residual payments for streaming shows and impose new rules surrounding the use of artificial intelligence.
2: Which is good because, I don't know, did you see my recap on that when we were talking about how you had not seen anything about Wish? Oh, yeah. And then Brad said it was because of the strike. That we they, they can't promote anything why the strike was on. That's why. So hopefully now that it's over, we might actually see some uh, trailers about that movie that's coming up.
1: Good. The Journey of Water, inspired by Moana, ver- their virtual queue can now be accessed in the My Disney Experience app. Sunday was the first day of annual pass holder in Disney Vacation Club previews of the new Epcot attraction. Long lines formed this morning as Disney waited to set up a virtual queue for the previews. The attraction officially opens on October 16th, which also happens to be the 100th anniversary of the Walt Disney Company. You can only join the virtual queue After you have entered Epcot, the estimated wait time at 10, 15 a.m. on Sunday was about 55 minutes, which to me, that's not terrible. No, I don't think so. My kids are freaking out, though, because they're
2: they think we're going to see all the vloggers because we're I already had our day on the 16th before I knew this was going to happen. And so so I was like, so do you guys want me to change the date? And Joey's like, no, we want to meet all the vloggers. And I was like, (laughs) okay, yeah, I agree.
3: The Disney 100 celebration kicked off at Walt Disney World yesterday with Epcot serving as the hub of the festivities. As part of the celebration, the theme park unveiled a new Beacon of Magic nighttime show on Spaceship Earth last night. The new show features – I love this song – When You Wish Upon a Star and Mickey Mouse – Designs and the Lights on Spaceship Earth. The new nighttime show is just one way Epcot is celebrating Disney 100, the 100th anniversary of the Walt Disney Company. A new mural has also debuted at the park, showcasing 100 of the most beloved characters from Disney storytelling. New decor has also popped up around the park and guests can now meet Mickey and Minnie in their celebratory Disney 100 outfits. And lastly, a new collection of Epcot merchandise, of course, is now available in the creation shop to help guests commemorate their visit.
2: And I wish that everybody could see Chrissy who's putting up her heart. Oh my
1: gosh. The Dooney, the ears, the spirit jersey, all in my wish list. (laughs) I want it all. The Dooney has my heart. It has Star-Lord on it.
3: Oh, does it? Yes. Love it. Star-Lord. Love Dooney. Love, love, love. So my husband has to travel for work to Florida every so often, which means he goes to MCO. And I'm always like, please stop by the airport and pick me up something. So one of his trips, he got me a Mickey Mouse and it's a Disney 100 and it says 100 and has Mickey Mouse. And it's really pretty. Aww. I was happy about that. That's Yay. very cool. That's my piece that I get. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> he could just take you with him.
3: So much fun. He'd have to take me because he flies in MCO, but then he has to drive away. Oh. <laughs> so I'd be there by myself and that's okay, but I'd rather be there with
2: people. I get it. Well, I just want to give a shout out to all of our listeners. A special thank you to Angel. That was the interview that Chrissy and I did last week. Rebecca and I did an interview yesterday that will come out on Friday with uh, another Vicki that loves Disney. She works in our school district, both of their recent trip reports and a big welcome home to Kelly and Jenny, my clients that came home on Sunday. I am so sorry, because I know that you guys didn't want to come back. <laughs> and they did not have to endure the bear i was freaking out texting them because i was like i don't have your itinerary it's cool it was so crazy we hope to do their trip report soon so you can hear about all their adventures they went to their first mickey and minnie's not so scary halloween party but we appreciate all of our listeners and we love that we're able to celebrate the magic with you every week
0: thank you for joining us and please go on to apple or podbean and give us a rating or a comment it would mean a lot to us we of course love hearing from our listeners and be sure to let us know what you'd like to hear more about we're always looking to reshape our show and cater to your needs if you're interested in being a guest on our show,
1: or if you have a question or comment, just text us at 636-373-4497. You can check us out on our social media account, The Capade Podcast on Facebook. If you would like a free quote, contact Vicki, Stephanie, or myself, Chrissy, at 636-373-4497.
3: Be sure to listen to Friday's show. We'll have part one of the we Family Disney World trip. It is a family of six four kids with a mom and dad. That's always fun to plan at Disney World. So that'll be interesting. And as always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades and More podcast.
2: That one is going to be good because the kids range in age from two to nine. Fun. They had to make a lot of accommodations for that trip. Well, girls, I think it's about that time.
0: Disney love. Bibbidi-bobbidi-boo. May all your dreams come true. Have a magical day, my friends.